with uh so in this movie the guy buys something and the guy says when did you get that and he said when i had the money when i had the money yeah when i got the money i don't know what that would mean <clears throat> i don't know what movie that is <laughs> we'll look it up while we're while we're chatting how are you gonna look that up you gonna just type that in yeah you just type I, it in quote what movie is it when he goes i won the money i won the money i don't remember that the money I won the money. And then he goes, kills over. I don't know. I won the money. And then like, as he's dead. Okay. I'll give you a clue. Chevy walks, Chevy chase walks up to him to check and see if he, because the guy passed out. And then he's like the money. I won the money. I won the money. Is that Caddyshack? No. How about, how about any viewers out there? We're live on YouTube, Facebook. And, uh, if you're listening in the car to the audio version, take a guess. I'll give you some time. I won the money. I won the money. Okay. The money. Chevy Chase movie. Episode 223, by the way. Or is it 224? I think it's 224. 224. I think I screwed up the heading on the... Uh, <laughs> you can I edit it. Oh, 224. I got it right. Okay. Cool. Go. Episode 224. Radio Impound Podcast. Radio Impound. Remember I did that once? I was like, Radio Impound. And I didn't want to edit the show, but you're like, well, you got to edit now. I'm like, you yeah. know what? You don't have to edit now. I'm going to leave it in. Radio Pound. People think that there's something wrong with the my Is my Walkman skipping? So, yeah. We were talking... I I won the money. No comments here. We I won the money. What movie is that from? And I gave a clue. Chevy Chase walked up to the guy to check on him, and then he goes, "The money. I won the money." I should know this if it's Chevy Chase too. <clears throat> oh, we got a winner in the comment section here. Oh, we have a winner. We'll give Jason another. I can see it in the comments. Thirty. Oh, he can see the guy. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Vegas vacation. That's correct. Good job, Mitchell. Baby, I'm ready to go. The money. So did you find out what movie you were talking about? The uh... No, not yet. So speaking of movies, next week, I think uh, you're around next week, right? Uh, you're going. Where are you going this weekend? Uh, we got a Super Cup this weekend on uh, Saturday. That's in... Newberry RC Park. So we'll be doing that. Okay. It's a good, should be a good race. So if Jason's around next weekend, we're going to do a show and we're going to do a watch along with Commando. Yep. So I got this uh, Blu ray version. This is the director's cut. And I got the Blu ray because, you know, I bought the director's cut off of Amazon, the digital version. But I got the Blu-ray because it has the uh, commentary from the uh, directors and producers. So I want to watch that, take some notes. And then uh, when we get on the show next time, we're going to just do a commando episode. We're going we're to go commando. <laughs> and uh, just do like a watch along and uh, spit out some interesting facts about the movie, stuff like that. So you're listening on audio later on. You can, if you want watch commando and listen to us talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so 
great movie. Jimmy Simmons says, get to the chopper. Not a chance. So you didn't find out what movie you were talking about. And what was no. the quote again? When did you get that? When I had the money. And it was a comedy. I think so. All right. That's not much to go on. So I don't think we're it's very that. little to go on. Right. Yeah. All right. Back from Oregon and the uh, Northwest Carpet Nationals. Mm-hmm. How'd we do? And you raced. I did race. The 40 plus class. And two wheel mod. And two wheel mod. What'd we do? Brock Champlin won the two uh, mega classes, I guess you could say, two-wheel mod, four-wheel mod. And we had Jovi Levin won uh, 13.5 four-wheel, and Davey Bata won two-wheel drive, 17.5 buggy. So he won those two, and then 13.5 stadium truck was won by Jovi. So Jovi won two classes. Uh, his upcoming J Concepts team associated driver making a kind of, kind of a uh, little run of different events here. He did the race in Vegas. He did the race, of course, here in Oregon. He did. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure he'll be at uh, OCRC this weekend running, uh, doing a lot of doing a lot of racing. Then, of course, we got Davey Bata, who he's been really really good over there on the West Coast, running a lot of uh, different events. His dad. In him, they have their own track, Coyote Hobbies, and they have an event there June. I want to say it's one first through the third is their uh, like summer, midsummer shootout, I believe it's called. And uh, we're going to send some people out there this year to the midsummer shootout. Um, so a lot of people do go to their events. So that's something that's coming up. I guess it'd be the midsummer. Midsummer. So. Yeah, NCTS there in Oregon. I'd never, I've never flown in. I don't, be, I don't believe I've ever flown into Portland before. So we flew in there, drove to Albany. And boy, was his arms tired. Yep, flying. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. Okay. So uh, flew, all- in, flew in there, got to, drove to Albany. Got set up at the hotel, set up at the track, and you know we found. I sent you guys photos over the weekend because. You know, the track is one of the rare tracks that is in a mall. And yeah. it used to be a Sears store. So you can imagine how huge this place was. I want to say they said it's like 98,000 square feet or something like that. Jeez. Um, <clears throat> so gigantic place. They're still not using all of it. And track was brand new for us. Uh, they had the little smaller off-road track near the doors we were coming in and out of. And they decided to make a little larger one. Uh, for our race and as their permanent, what they're calling, I don't know, expert pro track, whatever they want to call it. So first time running on there, new carpet uh, jumps, new carpet on those. We had a uh, mod live media with Matt Olson there covering it. Uh, people watching that are, <clears throat> I guess our, uh, the hero drivers of the weekend were um, Brock Champlin, Dakota Fenn, Spencer Rivkin, uh, they were the three uh, uh, top-level guys. And then we had uh, Harley Yoshi ended up getting third, I believe, in four-wheel. And then um, they call them <laughs> Hot Pockets. 
But hot uh, pockets. Uh, I love hot pockets. <laughs> Ryan, I can't, eat, I can't eat them anymore though. I'd be in trouble. So Ryan, he got the third and two wheel. Spencer had kind of some rough mains. Didn't able to uh, podium. A little bit um, unusual for him, I guess you could say. Didn't have a great weekend, but you know he just came off. You know, we talked about last week. He was just at P and B. He he won two of the three classes there. So, and the and the race we had before that in Vegas, he won one of two. So, um, Vegas as, as I was talking to Brock about money, he had mentioned to me in one of our discussions, "You can't win them all." And I was like, "Could it be more cliche than saying <laughs> you can't win them all?" I mean, is there is there a more cliche saying than you can't win them all? Uh, maybe anybody listening, they can type type up their personal favorites, but you can't win them all has to be really high yeah. as a cliche. So, but that, that is very true. You, you definitely can't, I don't know anybody that's won them all. <laughs> Even Tom Brady hasn't won them all. Even Michael Jordan no. hasn't won them all. Uh, Kyle and says, as Pat Riley says, as oh, Pat Riley, what Pat Riley was saying, typically you lose more than you win. So, uh, when he was comparing his teams, uh, Miami, the Lakers, the New York teams, he always talked about, he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, I had a hell of a run on the Lakers, but we still didn't win the championship more than we won it. He's right. like, you know, so he's like, you technically, you know, you lost uh, one. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta cherish those moments when you win, and uh, and if you're winning more than you're losing, you're definitely in a very rare, very rare air. Right. That was I would have never got that out. Very rare air. Okay, I just did. All right, Kyle <laughs> says Jason Rota did the team use the new carpet tires this weekend? We did not because it's a control tire race. So we were already set up to run Nessie rear tires and the Swagger fronts, which was a great combination for the track. I mean, I can't really even describe how easy the the, the tire program was there. We've talked before how, you know, the dirt races now we get close to or running slicks most of the time. There is some prep there doing some sanding or sauce routines and sometimes heat cycles and all the stuff that sometimes the guys get into. But here it was, you mounted a new set and don't do anything to them. And you just go out and run until you feel like you should mount another set, which when the carpet is new, the tires don't wear that much. Uh, when the t- when carpet gets old is when tires start to wear. So in this situation, we were on pretty fresh carpet and, I mean, I was 11, 12 runs in on tires, and they still look good. I gave him the Joe Pillars when the race was over. He's gonna he bagged them up, and he's gonna they're gonna become his club race tires. So uh, <clears throat> I had three to- three total sets when the weekend was over. I ran two classes, forty plus and two bill mod, and I had three complete sets. And I gave them all to Joe when they're done, and they're the ones I ran in the mains look brand new, and the other two look really good. So he's got some. And I think Brent might have gave him his tires too. So Joe's set up for a little while. Um, yeah, a lot of people checking in. Kyle Leighton checking in. 
we are doing well. Thank Team you, Kyle. Rip. Kyle, he he just sent me a uh, a prize to J. It's not a prize. It's a uh, present. He sent us a present to JC the other day. Oh, okay. That's cool. I'll have to take a picture of it here soon when we get it plugged in. It's a it's a light that says J Concepts on it. Pretty cool. Oh, nice. Um, what else we got here? RC Kevin going on live later tonight in French. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but enjoy the recording. We'll listen later. Yeah, I tried checking out your uh, uh, podcast there. I noticed right away that uh, I wasn't understanding what was going on. But, but uh, he listened to the whole thing anyway. Yeah, I did. I had it in the background anyway. So that way you get the uh, YouTube view and minutes or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. He was helping you in the monetization side of things. Uh, shoot, Kevin, shoot me the name of your podcast again. Uh, Jay wants to know where's your uh, practice Allen Iverson shirt at, Gotti? It's uh, somewhere in my closet. I should uh, pull that out for the next episode. He's wearing his J Concepts gear today. Yeah, I got my J. This is a requirement by Jason now. Yeah, you went full. Um, went full J Concepts. <laughs> well, I mean, you sent me all the gear. So now I got to get a new car. Like Kirby got a new car. I got to get a new car now so I can use the license plate. Uh, the new screws. License plate screws. Mm-hmm. The other thing we're making is a, a titanium Uh-oh. shorty antenna for your car. Oh. So, so uh, it's going to kind of match the screws a little bit. And, okay. Uh, so I'm going to thread that on the, the uh, my truck, and we're going to have a pretty cool antenna to match the screws. So we've got some cool stuff. I like it. So... I think that would work. So it's just going to be a short antenna. Yeah. I, I think How it's, do you- it's mainly, I think the, the antennas that come with some of these vehicles, I think are meant for transmitting or receiving mm-hmm. um, for normal radio stations and stuff like that. But I think a lot of times like my truck, uh, I put a, a shorty antenna in it. All it is is an aluminum tube thread it in there and I don't, I just use, um, you know, I just use like satellite radio and stuff or listen to my phone through, yeah, through the car. So, but it seems to work good. Even when I res- listen to a regular radio station, it works fine. So Kirby hand checks in and says the license plate bolts are seven XL approved. Mm-hmm. There you go. So seven XL approved. It means it's and cool. It's not the size of the T-shirt he wears. That is in reference to his championships. Seven national champions, championships. Um, I saw that. Remember when I saw that semi that had a seven L seven XL decal on it, and it wasn't the Kirby one, but it looked just like it. I took a picture of it a long time ago. We were driving somewhere, and uh, yeah, I don't remember that. I know there was a. A small car a SUV that was XL7, I believe. Was it a Zuki or something? I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll do that later. Uh, Rob wants to know uh, show us your plier- pliers. Gotti, show us your pliers. Yeah, that was a new new release from us last week, I believe, were the new pliers. and I should have had that up behind me. That's okay. Jason didn't send me pliers, Rob. Yeah, he doesn't need those. Yeah, I don't need them. Yeah. 
That's it. Pete Phillips chiming in. It was the Suzuki XL7. There it is, Jason. Pete's always, he he comes in clutch with a lot of things. He, do, he does. Remember the truck stop stuff? and Yeah. Very knowledgeable that there Pete is. Yeah, if it has to do with the vehicle, trucks, or uh, restaurant locations, Pete's our guy. Yeah. We can always count on him. <sighs> uh, Kirby's checking in. He, he confirms what Pete said. So we Kirby's on it, too. Yeah. Got Kirby Puckett there on his uh, profile photo. I remember the first time I saw that Kirby. Kirby now. Puckett? Uh, no, uh, the seven, the XL7, and I was like, what the? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'd be curious if it ever gets litigious between uh, uh, between Kirby and uh, Suzuki. Yeah. <laughs> uh, boy. I don't know if I <laughs> you want to take a stab at that. Is he, is he part of, is he part of our 11 listeners? This might I, be, we might've not have factored this in. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to say he's part of that. Uh, Mazar. I'm just going to go with the middle name there. I uh, love your show watching from Malaysia. Wow. What time is it in Malaysia right now? I got to check this out. <clears throat> what do you think the time is there, Jason? Huh? It's probably like kind of guess it's like a probably a Dang. it's probably a full it's probably a full uh 12 hours. Malaysia is 7:27 a.m. Thursday morning. There you go. Dang. Well, thanks for joining us this early so in the it's morning. A, so it's a, it's a whole day. <sighs> wow. Can I get those uh Powerball numbers in my way? Yeah. Somebody down your uh, territory there, I think, in Florida won. 23 years old. He won $230 million. That's exactly what he needs. Yeah. I know. If I got that much money when I was 23, look out. It would have been all. I would have never made it to 24. Cocaine wouldn't have stand a chance. Out of what? Totally full blown hill. Um, Kirby says he's very happy. He did not, they did not name it uh, 7XL. Yeah, it was well. It was like Kirby. They couldn't do that. We would have sued them. Yeah. So they, well, they knew. Looked, they looked up the. Uh, yeah. They knew better. <clears throat> All right, great. So yeah, yeah, moving to the next race here. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Kyle Chasen. He already he, he kind of brought up the next comment, which is RC drag racing. They had a big race over uh, the weekend at Don Garlitz Museum, which is in Ocala, about an hour from us. Uh, we had Rich Rich out there from J Concepts, uh, and ran some video. We were talking earlier one of the videos on our Facebook page that Rich put up. It's um, got a mu- million views on our Facebook page from Russ Bryant versus Dustin Spallone, who Dustin's on here watching. <laughs> you got to look this up, Dustin. It's you versus Russ. It's got one million views on our Facebook page. Uh, wow. 5,500 likes. Um, pretty amazing. I just bumped into that when I was looking for a photo for Gotti. But yeah, that was at Don Garlis. We had several people come from out of town, including Russ Bryan and uh, Old Man Billy. Uh, came from up in Michigan area. And uh, AJ won the pro, the pro street class, um, <clears throat> which was kind of cool. Uh, he was running our new prototype Firebird body which uh, hasn't 
come out yet, but Rich was able to bring a handful of them to the event. Uh, so guys that wanted to get the the Firebird, the new Firebird, were able to run it there, which was pretty cool. So should be able to get that out here in the next uh, couple weeks. So the drag race went pretty well. I want to say somewhere that I saw that they had like 208 cars. I don't know if that's right. That seems like a lot, but um, <clears throat> so yeah. here it is. Uh, we got Mike checking in saying it's the only game in town around here. No on-road or off-road allowed. Lockdown. Yeah, so he's got some some drag racing to do. And I see Jason Santos is at KFC. Maybe we get him some chicken strips or something. Yeah, sure. Grab us one of the uh, – just get us a bucket of chicken, fried chicken. That'd be great. Yeah, there you go. Dustin's blown 230-plus entries. That's amazing, considering – I thought the, the promotion for the race was just kind of like, like so so. Like, I didn't even know that it was happening until maybe a, a couple of weeks before. And maybe that's, maybe I just wasn't paying quite attention, but they definitely drew, uh, drew a big crowd there. So you got to, you know, that's going to be happening again. The, the Gator Nationals, they call it RC Gator Nationals. Dustin Spalone was doing well. Like I said, he's got his car working a little better. I think he tried the Firebird also. Russ Bryant, he did well. Um, who look at Pete. Drag Racing Monster Trucks, May 2nd in Houston. Let's go. What race is that? I don't know if it has a name. Maybe Pete will tell us the name of that one. <clears throat> so that was the race at Garlitz. And of course, you're in Florida. You're going to have some weather, some weather issues here and there. No, no rain or anything. <laughs> But uh, you know, they said they had to. They wait. They waited out a lot of rain, and they'd get the track back going. You know, they'd blow it off and then torch it with like uh, one of those big torches and get it all dried up. They re reapply the. Uh, I believe they're putting VHT down. It was a prepped event. That's a, usually the RCDRL events are prepped, and I mean, what can you say? The turnout speaks for itself. You know, now we talked about before we got Pro Street, we got True Street, and then there's Street Eliminator. So there's three classes that are basically just based off of these cars that have just become popular. Um, <clears throat> I always like to say this, you know, we got into about four, four and a half years ago, but just recently became all the rage. So uh, Dustin says flip flops quickly became the entire for many after the rains flooded the pits. Wow. Okay. You know, what's funny is that's a, uh, I believe that's two weekends in a row that Dustin's had to deal with the rain. <laughs> he was, he did the, the real monster truck event. I went to, I believe that was last week, the week before. And uh, they got rain, a lot of rain out there. I happened to do the dry day on Friday, but Dustin was out there Saturday and Sunday slipping and sliding and cleaning mud off a mon real monster truck. So he definitely got down and dirty over there. Maybe it's Dustin. Brings the, you know, the rain cloud with them. It could be. 
which actually there is a I have to look up the name of this. There's a video game coming out and the whole you're you're a rain cloud and your whole objective is to just rain on people's, you know, picnics, literary, rain on their parade, right? <laughs> and uh I gotta find the name of that, but that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Maybe there's an RC drag race that you can go over to, just go and rain on it. Sounds sounds interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Um, so a little further up we had uh what did i see here oh it was from chris chris van air said am i gonna run my front wheel drive buggy this weekend uh sorry chris i sold it so oh you sold your front wheel buggy? i sold my front wheel drive buggy yeah you know I kind of go on like a uh, like a rampage every now and then, and I I just start selling stuff because I'm yeah I'm over, I'm over it sneakers yeah I just start selling stuff because I'm like all right too much of this let's get rid of it I start selling stuff yeah get off the carpet uh yeah Kirby says Gotti aren't the track owners upset that you're sitting on a track now nah, they gave me permission to come out here I got I got my table out here and stuff uh, Jason left me behind. I actually showed up to the race right at the end, the last day main. I showed up late, and here I am. I'm stuck out here. You're like Scott Hughes. You got there right at the end. Yeah, Jason got. I didn't realize it, but Jason got me a one way ticket. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first it was two tickets to Paradise, and but yours, you didn't realize yours was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yours was one way. It was, it was a one way ticket to Paradise. So we had another race in the Northwest. Um, Adam Drake ran the Northwest Arena Championship, and he came away with two wins there for J Concepts. So uh, pretty cool. Was pretty happy. Uh, it's the tires, man. Yep, Drake's continuing those winning ways. Uh, you know, people uh, or JQ or one of the guys they. They have a little fun joke with him that he's Captain Club Race, but um, <laughs> Captain Club Race. Yeah, that's that's their. Oh man, they they were. They oh, he's out there promoting. Uh, it, it, they no. would bag on him that he runs so many club races, and it's like what he, what they don't really realize is um, that's why he's winning. <laughs> well, you can, you're you're winning on the track, you right? Can win, you can win in life. And um, there's a lot of all three of those. I didn't say the third one, but there's three things there. And if he's winning at all three of those, so um, yeah, but it's cool that he's showing sponsorship uh, promotion in right. That, exactly. So he's, and it's not just club races, but <clears throat> you know, this is obviously a travel race. He went in, he did a, uh, um, what do they call it when you go in and he does his, uh, like the training, the seminar. Oh, the seminars. Yeah, the uh, Adam Drake. Uh, yeah, he did one of those before the race started. Seminar. Which people love it when Adam does those. I so, mean, I, yeah, the, you know, what's funny is um, I, I think what happens is, is is people will take shots at different guys depending on the events that they Oh, so they were okay. Win, win, or don't win, and you know, some people they know they they run a lot of club racing and they win a lot of club races. So, 
uh, a clinic. Yeah, that's Keenan. So, um, but yeah, I think I think there's <laughs> yeah, a little. I, I, I think Keenan's here. I I think it's a little in jest that they call Adam Captain Club Race and it's in in fun, but at the same time, sometimes the fun part gets a little carried away. And, but um, you're talking about a successful RC guy, so um, world final. Uh, what is it? Two or three Roar National Championships. Um, he's coming up on the Kinwald record of six six thousand four hundred eighty seven club race wins, um, which I wow. made that up. I made that I'm up. up <laughs> Guys, uh, keeping track of that. <laughs> I mean, that that could be said. A Kinwald could be said it was a Captain Club Race guy too, because he ran. Uh, I believe they Captain. we talked about this because I posted a photo of Kinwald a while back and. And my joke was we were at um, the track down in Tucson. We were in Tucson, Arizona, and I was there for a club race in Kenwold one. So I took a picture of him and I said, Hey, you know, congrats to, to Brian uh, on his 5,700. You know, I just made up some number and, you know, and just like you were saying, somebody goes in there and goes, Holy cow, 5,000 something uh, wins, you know, at a club race. And I'm like, nah, I just made that up. And then like other guys like Jason Coral and guys that raced with him said, Hey, I don't think you're that far off. Like he's like considering, um, yeah, you know, Oscar has got the right idea here, but, uh, yeah. Oscar says, Adam sets the bar here in SoCal. We try our best to catch up to his pace. Yeah. So, you know, I said this about Kinwall. I made up some number and guys that he knows, like uh, Andrew Swanson that were racing with him at the time. And uh, you know, like Jason Coral and all these guys. And they're like, Hey, I don't think your number um, is that far off considering there were times we raced five days a week and Kinwall probably won four out of five times a week. And, you know, he's like, we were racing off road. We were racing on road, um, you know, two wheels, four wheels, uh, whatever. And he's like, he goes, I believe that guy probably won. Um, yeah. Justin Wilde, he was our race director. Okay. <clears throat> Justin says, came in late, loved the Gotti background. Northwest hobbies with an amazing facility. Yep. It was. So yeah, we, you know, I, so we make that up, but I'm sure Adam has ran just as many or he's catching up in club races uh, as Kinwald had, and there's nothing wrong with, uh, with definitely those titles. You should really take it as a compliment. Um, and how could, like, I remember back in the day, Matt Francis was talking about, I think it was in car action. He was saying like, yeah, we need to, it'd be cool if we can get a van together of us pro drivers together and tour the nation, just visit clubs and track, you know, I mean, how cool would that be? Like, you know, hey, Adam Drake's here today. It's like, damn. Like you said. Yeah, I mean. Motion, what, help people out. Yeah, I mean, what we, you know, it's kind of interesting you brought that up. You know, Keenan has a comment here. I was I was shocked Cole didn't win, but was not consistent. He should. Yeah, I think that's probably right. I was, I mean, with Cole getting second at Nitro Challenge, uh, he was definitely on a roll. Uh, Cole's obviously a guy that was leading the nitro challenge. So wouldn't be a shock to win the, the Northwest arena championships. Um, but that just goes to show you how every race is different. Um, 
<clears throat> you can never overlook any of your competition. And you look at, uh, I believe they were just running a, a race in Georgia not long ago that Jackson Brunson won and Cole was there. And, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if there was some kind of problem or, you know, he had a, a car problem or something, but you can just never, you just never know. Um, you know, Keenan says he should be winning these races and <clears throat> he's probably right. One thing to consider is, um, I don't know if we want to come back to that, but, but yeah, um, one thing that I always kind of think of is it really should be a, it should be credit. It should be a credit to the guys that are winning over and over again, more so than a knock on the guys that don't, it should be like, holy cow, these guys just continue to win. They figure out a way to get the job done whether they're 40 years old or they're 30 years old or whatever it is, these guys that consistently get the job done uh, race after race, we should really be um, commenting on how they're have, having an amazing racing career um, because that's really what it is because you have guys that should win, you know, guys that have the talent, they have the support, they have the, the backing, they have the the program, and they're still not getting it done. And <clears throat> yeah, it's it just shows you how difficult it is to win week after week. You know, everybody has their you know their high. They're like, oh, I you know I did this at so and so race, but is that their average? You know, is that their average finish? And it's tough to keep up with that. In Keenan says Jackson, he did well at PMB, which he did. I want to say he got like seventh in pro buggy or something like that, which you're getting close to that elusive top five that are kind of on lockdown. Uh, Justin says, I've always been amazed at how top level guys can show up at random tracks without much. Not I've already mentioned this in the podcast once uh, without much local knowledge with people expecting them to win and somehow they perform each time. I'm amazed by it every single time uh, these guys can just go somewhere and then figure it out and be fast. That was my favorite thing to do was to do different uh, tracks and locations and try to be a little diverse in what you're able to do, because that ultimately shows what you're capable of. And I always say these guys like the Mayfields and, you know, throw whatever name at that level you want to throw in there. But to them, when I watch them race, it always seems to me like they feel like they're on their home track every time. Um, the When I watch them run, it looks like after one tank, two tanks on a nitro car, like they're ready to race and it looks like they're on their home track where – uh, some people like like you mentioned, you were an awesome club racer at your home track, but then you would I was travel club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you'd say you'd travel, and you were kind of a little bit of a mess on a different track. <laughs> and, uh, I was starstruck every time. Um, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, that's that was me. Yeah, I enjoyed Justin. Justin has it nailed there for sure. Yeah. Uh, Kean says uh, Silver State and, and the Nationals will be very interesting. 
It will. Uh, I mean, essentially the, the silver state, um, you know, the silver state will be kind of a dirt nitro challenge level event, uh, with the competition, I think will probably be the same guys that were at DNC. So you give a chance to get those guys can run it back on a different track. I know, um, you know, we got some work to do there. Um, uh, we, we won one class the last time they were there. Uh, Spencer won e-buggy. I believe Mayfield got third in uh, nitro buggy and maybe third or fourth in truggy. But we needed a little more speed there, so we've been working on some things. And it's been, well, it's going to be two years. You know, I think we were there 2019. So, uh, you know, we got some, a couple more, um, we got a couple more bullets uh, this time around that we didn't have before. So uh, hopefully we can see if these guys can get it done there. I mean, tough track. Uh, yeah, it's probably one of the coolest races to go to, but easily a tough, tough track. Yeah, I, I hope so too, Keenan. The, the water, it's so dusty in there. I wouldn't. I'm thinking it's just going to be the same. It always is. I wish it wasn't so dusty, but just that Vegas dirt is, um, it's like powder. It's like that. It's like that stuff that you, that are on those donuts. What are those white donuts that are really good? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those things are great. Yeah. But that's what the (laughs) dirt reminds me of. You set your car out there. It's a poof, you know? And uh, uh, Keen White, uh, not that his podcast needs any more promotion, but uh, no name RC podcast. If they always say that uh, someone new every every episode that you do, you get one new person listening or watching. Really? Yeah, I just heard that over over the weekend. Hmm. Uh, so maybe you don't know about the no name RC podcast. There you go. Kean does an excellent job with that. Yeah, he's got that on lockdown. He's got some. He does a lot of um, great, great job content. Great people that tune in with him and keep that thing rolling. Which I'm sure I, I love the name. I love it. I'm, I'm sure at this point he knows the um, knows the game well, and he's got a lot of. It's a lot of time. I'm sure he's putting in. That was me. No name. A no name. A no name. Uh, oh, here we go. What would I go here? Uh, Kian. Oh yeah, Kian. Uh, yep, no problem. Yeah, I guess uh, there's some people out there. Kian says, uh, "Thank you, Gotti. It started with this podcast." And uh, yeah, like I said, 2012, and there was only one other podcast out there. And. And uh, that's when you had to explain. It was hard to get drivers on. You had to explain what a podcast is. And then you had to explain to people how to listen to it, how to download it. Now it's everybody knows how to do it. So, I saw uh, What's that? <laughs> no. Chris Trudeau. Uh, we saw okay. him at the race. Remember I talked about yeah. that? Oh, yes. That's right. You mentioned to me in the chat. So I guess who I saw out here. Real nice guy. Uh, supported the show since day one. There's a guy that's been around forever for the pod. Sent questions in stuff like that. Uh, To me, Jason Chris says, "How did Jason view the layout in Albany versus 702? It looked sparse, but still offered a lot of challenge." 
Well, what I Bird think is 702 looked like it was a busier layout. Yeah, I think that the difference is mostly the size of the tracks. I think 702 is a little deeper, and I felt like there was a little elevation on that track on the left side. And it was just all flat at, in Albany, but and it was a little tighter. I, I think in general, if I was going to be racing modified, I probably would have um, been a little bit more. If I was racing modified at 702, I probably would have liked the, liked the little bigger track. I thought the bigger track would, would have been nice for modified, a little deeper uh, with the elevated turn. But at Albany, man, I just put up a video of on our Instagram and if you get a chance, you should check this out. But it's Davey Bata running the third stock main, 17.5 two-wheel buggy. And it is it looks so amazing going around the track. And if you didn't know it was 17.5, you would think it's full modified. It looks so fast. It looks he's on it in every turn. He's nailing the jumps. And it looks great. And I think that that track was probably a little better for stock and um, probably the 702 might've been a little better for mod. Uh, Will Britton says uh, that the track you were at last weekend was in a mall, right? What store used to be, what was the store again? You mentioned it Sears. earlier. Uh, Sears. Sears. Okay. Yeah, it was a uh, Sears were big. They were the anchor stores. I believe it was 98,000 square feet was the building <laughs> that they have there. And He's got. He told me he's got thirteen tracks in there, which I didn't actually count them, but maybe there are third. Yeah, I mean it's. Jason didn't take his word for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I don't see thirteen, but hey, you know, <laughs> hey, if there's thirteen tracks in here, I'm, hey, whatever. I'm gonna go whatever, with pal. it. I'm gonna go with it. Um, <laughs> oh man. Um, if you get out there next time, count them. Let's see what you've got there. I'm like, really? 13 here? <laughs> but, Where I don't see them anywhere. Where yeah. <laughs> there's a bunch, though. There is. And they're, and they're behind, like, in different rooms. Like, there's a drift track. Um, <laughs> there's a drift track that actually is the, probably the coolest-looking room because they put graffiti artwork and everywhere in the room. So actually I'll send you that while we're talking so you can put it up behind you, but it's a cool looking, uh, <clears throat> cool looking track. Uh, I thought that was kind of the coolest looking one. I'm not sure where to stand in there, but. As our uh, man, I miss those Sears catalog days in the, in the eighties. I used to look through the toy section trying to pick out my favorite toy for Christmas. Oh, Cir yeah. Circle them or whatever and give them to your parents. My dad used to call that the wish book. Yep. We won't talk about the lingerie section. All right. <laughs> Isn't there a meme about that? This got it done in 1989. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Keenan is asking... I got a little froze up here. <laughs> yeah, it's frozen. He will be back. I guess I'm. I, I guess it's just me right now. 
but yeah, we missed those uh, Sears catalogs as well. So we got uh, Keenan talking about what young racer at the moment has the it factor. The it factor. Well, what do you think? Are we talking about, are we watching like really, really young, like into the stock 17.5 guys? Or are we looking at, um, you know, into the mod classes, who's bumping up in, into those ranks? To me, you can see it in stock. Um, Mac Gonzalez, Davey Bata, as uh, Justin Doyle commented. <clears throat> so, you know, those guys are amazingly fast in stock right now, but that doesn't, you know, they got to take it to mod if they want to, you know, 10th and 8th. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure who's breaking into the it level of 10 scale and 8 scale right now. I mean, I, obviously, you can't really include guys like that are already there, right? I mean, who's? I, I can't even. I can't even think of somebody that's breaking into that upper level of ten scale modified racing. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's looking for that Sears catalog. I can't even think of somebody. Um, I mean, you know, and Kyle mentioned Matty G, which he is, but he's racing in the seventeen five class. So are we talking 17.5 or are we talking modified? Um, you know, intense scale, uh, Aiden Horn, he's kind of come up through the ranks recently. He's a guy that I think he got fourth at the Roar Nationals several years ago, but I would say just this year he's turned into being a pro. So Aiden Horn, I think, kind of made that step. He... Uh, it was another event that happened over the weekend, which was the April Fools, and he swept all three classes there. So I think that um, Aiden Horn's got to be at the top of the list in 10 scale. So, you know, think about that. Um, you know, guys like, you know, there's the uh, Drayton Staub and those kind of guys who – uh, who've also turned in some good results here and there, but um, Tom Rinnerneck, um, they mentioned the the Fullers, um, Mason Fuller, Caden Fuller. Um, we talked about them last week. Mason got the third there at uh, PMB and eBuggy. So there's some people coming on. Uh, we mentioned Tom Rinnerneck. Tyler Jones, uh, I think that's a good, uh, that's a good, a good one to point out, Keenan. Uh, but I mean, God, I mean, he's been around a long time already. Um, you know, it's just they're not they're not coming out of nowhere. I mean, Tyler Jones has been racing for us for ten years already, so uh, <clears throat> they're not new. Uh, you can see that they've been around the game a long time. Uh, Tyler Jones got fifth at the Roar Nationals. What was that at? The last Thornhill Nats, I think. So you can't just stumble into this and become a, a superstar right away. Um, these guys have a ton of experience. I mean, even Aiden Horn, we're talking about him as being a great, great racer. But, I mean, I don't know that there's anybody out there 
uh, in, yeah. I don't know if there's anybody out there that has any more indoor clay track driving experience than Aiden Horn because of his dad taking him around in Michigan in the Midwest. He has a ton of experience, maybe even more than the, um, you know, the, the Mayfields and Cavalieri's who have raced on the West coast. But um, I mean, you just don't get up into that level of a, um, you just don't get uh, that level of a driver without turning that many laps. I mean, um, but yeah, these guys that we're mentioning, the guys that I think of over in Europe are like Juan Carlos Canas. I always see him. I'm pretty impressed with his running. And um, in Italy, uh, Barofalo, I think those two guys are probably the upcoming Italian racers. Of course, there's uh, um, the other racer in Italy that won the Euros last time. Um, I forgot his name, Berton. Um, he, he won the, the Euros, I believe, the last time they had it. And those guys are coming on. <clears throat> so you just don't come out of nor- nowhere, nowhere to be a, a top-level pro driver. Um, so, but if we separate these things out a little bit, I'd say that in 17, yeah, Ricardo Berton, um, I say that he's one of the three guys uh, in Europe that is uh, at that that coming up level. Uh, he's not coming up; he's there. Uh, but uh, you know, the ones you think of are Ungaro and Ronafolk and and you know uh, Elliot Boots, and those are the guys you think about in Europe. But these guys are not far behind him anymore, especially after COVID, this is really going to shake things up because you got people that have probably been dipping out, trying to work on their game here and there, uh, working on it. You got people in other countries that are more locked down than others, and maybe they can't get the wheel time. The other guys do. So this is going to mix, mix things up a little bit. Um, over here, like we said, the 17, five classes. Yeah. I mean, Matty G runs all these races. He's one of, if not the fastest, 17-5 guy, and then you got Davey Bata throwing it, his name back in. He ran a little bit of mod, and then he jumped back into 17-5, and now he's, um, like I said, watch that video on our Instagram. It's just amazing, him running that that race. Uh, <clears throat> got the whole five minutes, I believe, on there. So, yeah, that's the 17-5 yeah. crew, 13-5 crew, which are – Two of the two, well, they might be the two largest classes in RC uh, in the United States is 17.5 buggy, 13.5 four wheel. I'm here. I'm here. He's back. I'm back. My net, uh, Doyle's right. There is bad storms up here. And anytime that happens, my internet is real sketchy. So it might happen again. I think, um, since StreamYard's recording, and maybe Keen can back me up on this. I think, uh, I think everything because you stayed on, so I think it'll record everything there. I should be able to edit that together for the audio version, people. Hopefully, that should be good. I'm glad it didn't kick you. I wasn't sure, you know, and then carried. Yeah, me. I wasn't sure. I just was like, uh, "Am I still here?" <laughs> <laughs> I asked, and they said, "Yeah, you're good." I'm like, "Okay, I'll keep going." Yeah. Oh well, what so, are you? Do? That'll happen. 
Um, and John Bolton brought up Carson Sanders, which is uh, Mike Saunders' uh, son. Very young driver. I mean, we're talking about now we're really getting you know into a young age group uh, that you kind of could make predictions with. But there is no guarantees. Um, I tell people this all the time that when uh, Damon Borkowitz was racing with us, we you know traveled to races and he would race in Florida. People just thought it was a foregone conclusion that he was the next Ryan Mayfield. They just said he's four years old. That's when he got to start. Dakota started when he was five, and uh, Mayfield started when he was six. So, yeah, and people just assume Damon Borkowitz was going to be the next Ryan Mayfield. He was going to be a world champion. He was going to be a national champion because he could drive when he was nine years old, and he was an awesome nine year old racer uh really uh mature on the super mature on the track at nine or ten years old uh he was probably the best driver he got to be the best driver in florida there for probably a little bit of a a small span but it was hard to turn the corner it was hard to get to the next level and he got to the level of being in the A qualifier at the Roar Nationals, you know, being the the top ten guys qualifying together uh, in a race where there's you know it's forty deep, you know there might be forty great two wheel mod drivers at the Roar Nationals, and he was he would seed into that eighth, ninth, tenth spot, and then he'd have to run qualifiers with the best guys in the game, and the, when the intensity goes through the moon, they're through the roof. To the moon. <laughs> through the whatever. Through the moon. It works. To the moon. To when the, the intensity moon. goes to the moon. To the moon. So oh, yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, it's amazing. Uh and he was a very good driver, but I think he hit he hit the point where he felt like he wasn't making that next step. And I think he kind of chose to get out of it uh from just putting your complete heart and soul on the line. And then um you know, he got into school. Now he's, um, I think he's doing day trading and he's like a bit Bitcoin master. Oh, really? I, I think, yeah, I am. All right. Let's, let's be real. You, know, I mean, you think about, so that was the, the, the Damon story. Then you think about like Malin who was racing oh, yeah. in yeah. Europe and, um, amazing racing talent, right? Like, you know, these, uh, I'd never seen, um, a female drive, like she could drive that four wheel drive, 10 scale buggy. She was legit at the Reedy race. She was legit at the European championships, um, holding her own. And, uh, you just get, and, and, but, you know, I don't know what exactly took her out of the game. Um, what the real reason was that took her out of the game, but she was absolutely amazing, uh, as a young female racer, uh, racing in the Reedy race and four wheel mod against the, the, the total badasses that we had out there and she was holding her own and, uh, but you know, she's not in it anymore. So there's just no telling where any of these people are going to take it. <clears throat> Even if you have the talent, yeah, which is the one thing you need, which I never had. You have to have the talent. You have to have the desire and the discipline and then you have to be able to do something with it. And I think that is, 
you know, where, where it just kind of stops. And um, what people don't realize is how obsessed you have, how obsessive you have to be at something to be one of the best. You have to be an absolute maniac. You have to have um, it all. You have to have to be all consuming. It's not part time. It's not something you do for fun. It's something that you have to put it all on the line. And, um, and, and that's the difference. And if you do all that, there's still no guarantees, but you at least have to put that kind of effort in to give yourself a chance. Uh, you know, I told somebody one time we were at the Mugen challenge last year and they were asking me about getting better. And I was like, okay, so what time did you get here today? Oh, I got here about 10 30, 11 o'clock. It's like, all right, well, your competition, um, was already here. You know what I mean? It's like you're the guys you're racing, the Spencer Rivkins, the Ryan Mayfields, they're already wrenching and they're already world champions. So like, you know, you, it's like you're behind the eight ball already and, and you're um, not even factoring that in. So people that are good at stuff um, are a little bit crazy. And I think that is what it all boils down to the Michael Jordans, the Tom Brady's, these guys, the, the top RC guys, the any top guys in anything. You're just, you're a little bit different. You're a little bit nuts and um, you're, overly competitive you're probably a little bit of a um a little bit of an asshole about it or a little bit um but you're a little selfish but that's how you have to be to be the absolute best at something you don't you know you don't be the absolute best at something by giving it away all the time um i like what will says here through the moon means it breaks through the moon and keeps going (laughs) It does. That's where your talent goes. It goes, just keeps going. Yeah. There you go. Through the moon and into the other galaxy. Um. To me, when I was at my best in racing. um, And when you broke through the moon. And I don't, I I wasn't that level. Um, I wasn't at that level, but to me, when you, when at the moment that, you were starting to prep for a certain event. That's all you're thinking about. It's like, it's like those movies with like, you know, um, Rocky or whatever, where they're, they're doing the montages, you know, and he's like punching the bags and he's like thinking about. Yeah. Guys uh, before fight. Vince McMahon fought Stone Cold Steve Austin. I sent that, I sent that video to you guys. So it was great. But that's all you're thinking about is what the goal is. You're thinking about, all right, I'm doing this work because I'm, I want to be in this place. And you know that from this point to all the way to get to that point, there are little steps along the way and it's, you're wrenching, you're thinking about what the race is going to be like, what the track is going to be like, what, um, you know, what your car is going to work like. Do you have your, your prep together? What tires? And then you start thinking outside the box. You start thinking, well, what if the track changes? Do I have my equipment set up for that? Do I have the tires for that? Do I have the setup for that down? And these are all the things that somebody that's obsessing over this and trying to win. Um, that's, that's where you're going with it. And, and I always knew, um, that there was like a switch um, that you could, that would, to me, what I was saying 
what I was referring to, like we were at 702, you can tell when a guy decides to turn it up a notch, when you can tighten the screws a little bit. Like you might think it's tight all the way, mm-hmm. but there's still a few more turns there, right? And the guys that are really good at stuff, they get it tight, right? They'll get it up tight, but then once they once the another moment or they get pissed off or they want to take it up a notch, they tighten it even more and it starts to, they start turning even more to the point where that thing, whatever it is, it's about ready to break. Yeah. That mean they're, they're about ready to go then. Yeah. And when we do a lot of these races, when, when we do a lot of these events with a, somebody that's a competitor, you can tell, um, you can tell when somebody is, is they got they're they're tightened up, but they're not tightened up all the way. And then once, once something sets them off, you can tell when they decide to take it that next little step. And those, are, that's just people, uh, just people's mentality in, um, about that kind of stuff. Uh, Justin Doyle says, I think the mental advantage these guys have is huge too, on top of, of their world-class talent. Well, the way I always see that is when you've, had a lot of success your expectation now is to win so you know to me at my level um when i was racing it's like whatever whatever i'm i'm expecting a certain result like and in a guy like a spencer or the 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 brian's or whoever you want to the call at the time they they know what they're capable of and they're they have set their mental they they've they've set their mind to the fact that okay what i'm looking for here is x finish i know i'm i know i can get there because i've been there before and that's the mental advantage they have is they know that they've done it so they can they can recall they can recall that and uh and that's a big mental advantage uh, Justin Doyle over at um, another podcast you can listen to, RC uh, uh, Race City RC podcast, and uh, Allison, our very own Allison Rona, was on there. Yep, recently. Uh, where am I at here on this? Uh... I always say that, like, if I when when we would run our our competitive club races back in the day at Lake Park, that was our most competitive club racing scene. <laughs> Um, all the fast guys in Florida would basically run every weekend. And I always, if I, if I was on the track in the race or we were running a, a larger event or something and I lost or I could, I knew what I was going to lose in that race, but I knew the next weekend, I knew the next weekend was going to be better already. Like I just knew, like it, it, like it was going to have a, a positive effect on the following event, and it's like when sports, like when they say, like, uh, you know, so and so has never lost back to back games, or they're always harder to beat back to back. You know, they start talking about things like that, and that's how this is. Uh, Kian says these top guys know how to win when things aren't one hundred percent, and that's mental, uh, in 
is that in my humble opinion, not giving up digging deep, willing your car to do well? I, yeah. I tried willing my car to do well. How'd it go? It just, it, it didn't do well. At, at, like I said, local track, I was awesome. I was unbeatable. Where's Bruce Campbell? He could back me up on that. <laughs> unbeatable. The drive, the desire. I had everything to, to bring home that uh, points championship. I love racing for points. I remember taking the results sheet. I think it was auto score from the weekend, from a Everybody weekend else. before or another race. Mm-hmm. I'd get the printout. You know, they put them on the board back then. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd absolutely. just steal it off the board. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, you could take it. And, and I'd bring it home. Absolutely. And I would like, I would like put it next to my, you know, um, next to the bed. So if I needed a reason to get more fired up again or, or to be mad, I would check out the results. Be like, this is amazing. Cause we, we did the same thing, dude. I did the same thing. I ripped it off the board mm-hmm. uh, and I put it right in my, you know, at my workstation in my bedroom. I had this little desk there and I worked on my car and I had it right there. Mm-hmm. Especially if I lost a race, I was just like, man. I got to get my points back, you know. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Um, Where was I at here? Uh, yeah, I mean, what Keenan's saying, you had it up. Uh, oh, yeah. Mentally digging deep. What I think it is, is um, when you're running these events and these mains, especially, you know, when you got that kind of talent, like the guys at the top, you have to give your chance a self. You got to give yourself a chance to win. Whereas I see people that kind of have the wrong focus sometimes where they take themselves out of it before it even starts. So if you have a 45 minute race mm-hmm. and you get a decent start, 45 minutes. Yeah. Like a nitro main, you know? Yeah, you, I know. I can't imagine. I don't know how those guys, you get a decent start. You're in the game, right? <laughs> like you're in the top three or four, you're in the game. And now it's about what you do from there on out, whether you're going to um, be, be in it or not. If you just, if you get into a good, you get a good start going and you just, you decide to pass somebody too early. You decide to take some chance on a jump. uh, You decide to do something so crazy um, that it just takes you right out of the game. Now you're back in 12th uh, battling with these other guys that, you know, it's just going to be a scramble. You're done. You're like, you know, you, you blew your chance. And these guys that are the best, they realize, okay, that was what I needed. I got the start I wanted. Now let me try to do something with it. And sometimes things come to them. Sometimes a guy has an issue. Sometimes you're just faster. And uh, so that that's what I see with the guys that are good and experienced. I guess it's it's uh it's being a a, a you know a fast driver and a and a and a great driver. So um Joe Pillars, what's up guys? Uh Joe Pillars man. in the house. Uh, and Justin says, uh how about Joe Pillars run this weekend? He was fast all weekend and he was helping a lot of people, which was great to see he was helping people uh, not only on his teams, but other teams. And he was helping the track. He was running practice, taking photos. See you, Keenan. Keenan checking out. Uh, see you in Vegas. He says, 
Yeah, Joe was awesome. He bumped up to the main. He was the one car that bumped out of the B to the A. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Brent chased me down forever in the seven-minute main. That was pretty. What happened, first, there, Jason? I got a I got a terrific start. Uh, I was second qualifier. Brent, um, I don't know. Paul was trying to explain to me because he was watching the video. I haven't rewatched it, but he thought that Brent went over the double at the at the middle. Either jumped it a little long, was a little wide. I went inside, and then we were going to the next turn. We actually hit Brent and I hit. Brent got the worst of it and I was in the lead and I was like, you know what? I'm just going because I know Brent's going to catch up to me because he was a couple tenths faster all weekend. So I'm in the lead and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do what I know that I can do, which is low 13 second laps, dip into the 12s a little bit here and there on a good lap and just try not to give this completely away. And I really, I kind of did that for the most part and to the, at the end, cause we ran a seven minute main at the end of the seven minutes, I got a little sketchy and cased a couple jumps, oh. got in a little bit of traffic and pretty soon Brent was close. And I was like, Ugh. and then I just jumped into the other lane. Like uh, I confront, okay. like there's a triple and I like jumped into the other lane and Brent got by me. I was like, Oh man, two laps to go. I couldn't have held the lead for two more laps. <laughs> but shoot. I try to do exactly what I wanted. I tried not to go over my head and it really was working out of my advantage because Brent was having some trouble in the back. But then I think with maybe about three minutes to go three and a half minutes to go, he got clear of the traffic and he just was motoring and he made up a ton of time. And it seemed like if I cased a jump, it seems like he'd make up like a half a lap. you know what i mean like that's what that's what it felt like i was like oh i got this jump a little wrong and pretty soon it looks like he's right there i'm like oh god so yeah um i kind of thought i was gonna win there for a little while i was like you know what i think i got this because brent had a couple more issues with um crashes and some traffic and i was like man i'm like i think i'm gonna get this and Maybe if I wouldn't have jumped that triple in the other lane, maybe I still would have won, but it would have been close. There was a lot of tough things on that layout. There was a lot of real tough things on that track that, um, you know, there's a, that for me, the toughest section was they had a little angle double, then a, a, a 180 with a little, um, a little single jump coming on the straightaway. Those are the toughest sections for me. Um, <clears throat> because, if you did it right, it was much faster. But when you did it wrong, it, the the you know the the error, the room for error, or the the time you cost yourself was huge. And I was just being really conservative there, trying not to ruin it. The triple in front, I think, was easy to clear. The problem is on the driver stand on a track like that, um, you're right on top of the triple. And yeah, then, I am right here. Yeah, well, that's the actually that is the jump right there. That's the triple. So, um, so yeah, like when I flew off the track or into the other lane, it wasn't into the driver's stand; it was the other way. But um, yeah, that triple jump. What ended up happening there is when you're driving, and I'm sure Joe, if he's still watching, 
depending on where the other drivers were, they their radios, their arms could block you. So it was pretty tough. Tough, tough little triple so, there. Like yeah, that's exactly it. Jason yeah. was uh, going this way, but then went this way. Yeah. And and Brent just, you know, just went. Yeah, he was gone. <laughs> I can see the car now just going. Ah, <laughs> oh, choked. It was. Um. Where was I at? Justin, I, I, I love this comment here by John Bolton. P main auto score sheet. I was taking. <laughs> that's what I was doing. <laughs> the famous P main. Make fun of me all you want. I want it. I want it. With that help from Joel Johnson. Joel Johnson. How many, people, you with say, that how many people can say Joel John jo- Joel Johnson? Uh, rebuilt their diff form and car and. Basically, the whole car. It was a mess. You know who I built a gift for once at a race? Kenwell? Masami. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. He, there, his, <laughs> I was going to. Masami was probably like, oh man, look what Jason's doing over there. Just let him do it, Dad. We'll correct it when he's just, done. <laughs> we'll, we'll pretend like we're switching it out, and we'll use yeah, the other one. Let's just make Jason happy, okay? Uh, Justin says, God, he's keeping up with the latest issue of apparel. He is. I am. My boy Jason's hooking me up. Um. All right, where where are we in this? Uh, so the, the, the next uh, we're uh, you got Allison waiting. The next event is the Super Cup this weekend at Newberry RC. I, I, how, how did we do at LCRC? Oh, uh, that was another event that was going on their yeah. season opener. What's what's the fifty for? Justin Doyle says fifty. Well, anyway, LCRC season opener. Joe Bornhorse did TQ both classes. He went out there with um, Spencer Heckert, and it looked like Joe won e-buggy, but Spencer Heckert won nitro buggy. So that was the two results I saw. Okay. That is a tough track to wait till the, that Roar Nationals. Whew. Yeah, you're gonna you got to have your A game together for that track. Basically, all the uh, any of these tracks are all hard. I mean, the track I was just on, that carpet track. I mean, I was expla- trying to explain to you the, the, the triple and the two. I mean, that was difficult. And I mean, you're not even getting into Silver State. How tough that? I'm sure that'll be. It's just tough racing. There is just no, uh, there's just no easy tracks. There's no easy way to do it. Um, that was it. Oh yeah, Super Cup this weekend at Newberry RC Park. Mm-hmm. Bring it out. There it is. Okay. Vin checking in saying, so pumped my kid made it to both A mains this weekend at LCRC. Did we, we, we did, we were talking about his name last week, Manchanda. Isn't that what we said? Yeah, Manchanda. Manchanda. So yeah, Super Cup this weekend. That's going to be good. I'm sensing if our weather looks good, I'm sensing that. Uh, we're gonna have a record turnout. 
I believe we're going to have a record turnout for this season. I think we're going to think we're going to have a good one. So if you're in the southeast, uh, just two wheel mod, Adam. I saw that you said you're coming. Are you actually coming or are you just kind of joking? So you're running one class? Yeah, two wheel mod. Okay. I can't race four like uh, Chris Van Air. <laughs> four. He's a maniac. And he run he gets he get he has cut tires on everything. Everything's ready. Look at Adam Rails. He's coming to Newberry. Where are you flying into? Jacksonville. Better tell Paul you need a pit spot. Yeah. Take Jason's. <laughs> so after that, oh look, three only three classes though for Adam. Okay. Oh, he's flying in Tampa. All right. I like it. Travel. We got travel guys coming in for the yeah. Super Cup. Okay, and then the weekend after. Okay, good. Paul already knows, he said. The weekend after, the INS at Setzer's. Coming up quick, but I think this is going to be a good race, too. I'm supposed to be racing. Oh, three in a row. That's that's my hope. By the time I get to the third race, maybe I'll can drive a little consistent. Yeah. When I was in uh, the track you're at there now, <laughs> when I was there at Northwest Hobbies, one qualifier, I would do great. The next one, I'd get 23 laps. Hmm. 23 laps, 508. Then I'd run another qualifier, 21 laps. Oh. I was just super inconsistent. So I got to get my consistency up. So yeah, Super Cup. Then we're going to do the INS at Setzer's. Uh, we got Dakota coming in. We got uh, Dustin Evans. We got Cole Tollard coming in. We got um, Spencer Rivkins coming in. Of course, Lee Setzer. He's the local. We got Julian. We'll have Paul. Um, yeah, he needs to tune in. My Justin Doyle's joking that I need to get Mayfield to tune in my M17. He's definitely right about that. <laughs> Too many settings. Adam Rails could stay a whole week and run both races. Just take that time off, man. Come on, run both races. Yeah, Matt Olson, he'll be there. He's going to be doing the Mod Live Media at Setzer's. Uh, I'm pretty pumped. Pretty pumped about these races we got going on right now. I mean, everything, all these events have been great. I mean, I... You know, the one I just went to in Oregon, the drag race at Garlitz. Um, look at that, Cole Tollard. See that? There he is. He'll be there. There you go, Adam. Run both races. Perfect. You're off work. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, the Drake at the Northwest race, Super Cup, INS at Setzer's. And then uh, this weekend um, – This, this weekend, we got the exact challenge, which is a new race uh, at OCRC. So that's actually happening this weekend. Uh, 
it, you, this would normally be the weekend we would have our stock nationals at OCRC, but they've kind of replaced the event in a way <clears throat> with this exact challenge. That's Danny Stoyakovich's uh, company, Exact. I think his partner's Robert. Uh, and uh, they wanted to put on an event. OCRC was game, as they always are. And uh, they're going to do this exact challenge. And that's going to be a big one at OC this weekend. So we're going to have Super Cup stuff going on, exact challenge stuff going on. So we'll see who's got uh, who's got their game together at OC this weekend. Uh, Adam says you need to convince his girlfriend and he'll uh, he'll fly back down for INS. That's fine. Put her on the line. <clears throat> yep, I've heard we got a, another driver going to the exact race. Mayfield's making uh he's gonna make his appearance. <laughs> Look at Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie, Ronnie Rifkin, uh I'll be at those races on screen. <laughs> All right. Okay, Adam, I'll talk her into it. Oh, okay. So there you go. All right. <clears throat> yeah, Mayfield hidden hitting the exact race this weekend. He's been off for a little while because of the birth of his new uh, baby girl. So right. he's got a new Cashlin. So they Cashlin. got, uh, yep. Cashlin Mayfield. So he's going to get out and get to run uh, the exact race this weekend. And then of course he'll be at silver state. <clears throat> so he's looking to, he said, you know what? I don't want to go to Silver State without having ran in a couple weeks. So he's like, I'm going to go get my, go cut my teeth at OCRC. And <laughs> he's like, either get my butt kicked or do some butt kicking one way or another. Something's getting kicked. <clears throat> Who from the team is that exact? Well, Spencer's going, Mayfield's going. I don't think Dakota is going. <clears throat> but like the guys we talked about earlier, the Maddie G's, Davey Bata, all those guys will be there. Our, our normal locals like Jake Thayer. Um, I mean, we got a lot of drivers that'll be there. Brock Champlin's going to go there. You know, we just, we talked about him all the way at the top winning both classes here in Oregon on carpet. Now let's see um, what he can do on the, on the dirt. Uh, Justin says also, Gotti, what event will you come back at after being off? Vintage Nats. Gotti, what event you be? Uh, nationals. We're going right for the Nationals. Yeah, you should just sign up for Roar Nats at LCRC <laughs> Nitro Buggy. <laughs> oh man, Jubert will let you borrow a car. <laughs> Where's yeah, he? He's not on here. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty disappointing, Jubert. He must have something to do tonight. Will Britton, he's mounting up tires for the Hobby Plex. He's getting ready. Captain That's Club Race. Spring, uh, the Hobby, Hobby Plex Spring Champs. Mm hmm. This weekend. Is that the Techno event? Which is that the Techno race? 
When's that one? You're asking me or Brent? Uh, yeah. Cole Tollard, he was another guy up here. We saw him earlier. He won uh, the race that happened at, at trackside a couple weeks ago. I mean, it seems like a month ago, but it was probably two weeks ago. <laughs> he won two-wheel and four-wheel mod at his uh, track there at trackside. So. Oh, that's what it was, Will, the Pro-Tech race. Okay, so it's not a club race. This is the real deal here. So make sure you have those rip logos on, Will. Wouldn't want to have to uh, have Gotti come down on you. That's right. So yeah, we got the uh, those that INS, and then we got a week break, <clears throat> and the Silver States, uh, beginning of May. I wonder how long. Uh, before Will Britton is uh, 40 years old. <laughs> he could battle Alex in 40 plus. Too. 40 plus. Justin Doyle says uh, that apparel is for travel issue only, guy. <laughs> well, he is traveling. Look at that track. Yeah, I know. What are you talking about, Justin? It was a one-way ticket Jason got me. I have no way to get back home. It's a paradise. Kyle says he'll take care of Will for me. Ooh. <laughs> well, we know Kyle races in the 40-plus. He, he always does really well. We've got to get Will in there pretty soon. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Will says he started smoking to age faster so he can run 40-plus sooner. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, that makes that's, that's That was a great idea. You could try uh, crack cocaine sometime, too. It speeds up the process. <clears throat> uh, okay. Well, there there you have it. 224. And, uh, yeah, it was good. Hopefully, uh, we'll catch you next week and uh, get the lowdown on what happened at the uh, Super, uh, Super Cup. Super Cup and the exact. We'll have some good results there. Yeah. See how oh, Will's only 31 years old. I God, I hate him. I'm becoming that grumpy old man. I'm hating these uh, people that are younger than me. Yeah, exactly. John, John Bolton says 31. What a punk kid. <laughs> uh, are you going to the, uh, I got a lot of qu comments coming in. Are you going to the Nats warm up? You know, we haven't decided yet. Let me, let me When's the Nats warm up? Let's look. Got to be coming up. They just posted, I think, today what the date is. Let me check it out here. Tanya says her boyfriend wants an AARP class. <laughs> 20 to 20. We're all going to need that soon. Yeah. What's that, Jason? It's May uh, May twenty through twenty third. All right, so you guys going to that? Uh, but they'll just change the track anyway. Yeah, it's an entirely different track. But so what's? I mean, go there and get dirt samples, I guess. Yeah, Vin checks in here. Uh, May twenty first through the twenty third. There you go, Jason. 
Making sure it's in my will. It's called get off my lawn. Get off. Hey, you kids, get off my crabgrass. John qualifies for the AARP class. There you go. So what is the, what is AARP exactly in terms of that retirement? uh, So just full full retirement. I think it is. 60, 60, 62, 65. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Going to have to have uh, Kirby bring out that GoPro to, uh, and mount it to a wheelbarrow and roam it around, (laughs) around the, uh, uh, Nats warm up track, but it's not going to be the same layout. So that's we'll just go there and get dirt samples for the uh, nationals. You're going to get some samples because the dirt's not going to change. So we'll go get dirt sample. I should have did it this weekend, but I did. That not. would have been a lot smarter. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've let you down again. Well, you know, <laughs> it's not the It'll first. Okay. Will will he be racing when he's 65? Guaranteed. Well, first of all, he's not going to probably make it to 65. Oh, with all that smoke. Oh, he's smoking. He's, yeah, he's smoking. Smoking. There you, all right. there you go. Even, even so, if I live that long, right. All right I, so, I, I won't be making 65 either, so don't worry. And I don't even smoke. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, John says uh, AARP. They start sending you uh, shit the day you turn 50. Damn. Damn. <laughs> We're uh, all a lot closer to that than I think good Lord. like to admit. Yeah. All right. Well, we can go on forever here. I appreciate everybody joining us for 224. Uh, hopefully, we'll get together soon. Maybe it's next week, whenever. We definitely want to do the uh, Commando Watch Along because that's our favorite movie, Jason. I'm sure I'm sure several people want to join in on that. Yeah, it'll be fun. And uh, you can listen back and watch a movie and whatever. That'd be good. So, uh, best of luck to everybody this weekend racing. Kick some ass. Make sure you're flying the Rip logo along with the J Concepts logo. I had I had I had numerous people talk to me about the podcast over the weekend up there, and uh, we're Great. big. We're big in the uh, Pacific Northwest. We are actually actually mm-hmm. check that little map out, and I was like, damn, quite a few listeners up there. Yeah. Now we got a, we know we got a listener in Malaysia. <clears throat> Uh, everybody's talk, talking about the ARP in the comments section. Okay, brother. there you have it, guys. Two twenty-four. Jason, any uh, last words there? Before we, I don't uh, think so. Send off here. If you're in the southeast, right? Come to our race at uh, Setzer's. this weekend. Well, su- if you oh, want to do Super Cups, fine, but definitely try to make it to Setzer's. We want to gotcha. sell that. We want to sell that race out. <clears throat> I like this, Jay. We should we should end the show like John says here. Show over to the choppers. Yep. Get to the choppers. <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate everybody joining us. We will catch you for two twenty five. Hopefully next week we'll squeeze it in there. So busy, busy schedule coming up, but uh, trying to get these out for you. So. And thanks everybody for joining us in the comments. That really adds. Yeah, it was awesome. Adds to it. Uh, definitely makes the makes it instantaneous a little bit more personal so yeah i saw chad eubanks in there earlier uh, i have to thank that guy he's been a day one supporter of the podcast and always logo everywhere yeah he's hardcore man he gets it done yeah. all right show over get to the chopper jason 
I'm on my way. <laughs>